as I was going over the Cork and Kerry Mountain. Hi, everybody. It's time for Drink With Me with American Whiskey Jesus. That's me and... Merdina Flummery. That's right. We are here today, and we're going to drink with you. Uh, I think I'm really excited to try this whiskey. Uh, you said we were going yeah. to do something a little different, yeah. and this looks a little different. It, it does look a little different. We today are drinking Stranahan Single Malt Whiskey. This is a an American single malt whiskey. And is that special yeah. and interesting for reasons? Well, there aren't many. That's ah. that's one of the main things. So if if you were to if I were to say what is single malt whiskey most like, I would say that it is most like Scotch. That is what comes to mind. Yes. So it, when you have, I think, an American producer that's making a single malt whiskey, and there are there are a number, but there aren't that many, and they haven't been around that long for the most part. It, it really is an attempt to not not to duplicate Scotch because it certainly could be done slightly differently, but to kind of capture that spirit, that magical, that Celtic magic. Ooh, I like the sound of that. All right, so you ready to open up this Stranahan yeah, single malt? Yeah, let's right. take it. It's a beautiful bottle. I've been admiring it. Yeah, you, you're always the one doing the uh, the bottle report. Okay, well, it's a tall, skinny bottle. Yep. It has this kind of weird flat side with yep. some stuff the, engraved in the glass. Yep. I'm really enjoying that. But the best part, the best part is on top, the cap. At first I thought it was just a clever silver cap, but it's actually... A metal yeah. jigger. A little tin cup, yeah. It's got measurements for one ounce and two ounce. So if you, so you want to do a, a, sh a shot or a double shot, if you were you doing measure them out that portion way. control yep. or making a cocktail mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. needed to know exactly how much, yep. so uh, that cap is a keeper. It, it is really cool. And the back, the, the, the flat back of the bottle is kind of in, strangely intriguing. Like you could almost use a little cricket bat. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Or you, if you laid it on its side on the table, it wouldn't roll away. It wouldn't. It would just Which stay big, right there it's like It's a big problem for Merdina. <laughs> the whiskey is running from her I, like, like it knows they, that it's Sometimes they roll down the street. I don't know how that happens. I don't either. All right. Uh, it's all that street drinking. <laughs> all right. You ready? Yes. All right. There we go. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm pouring, I'm pouring. Into the lovely Glencairn glasses. You know, I've gotten to the point where I hardly will drink whiskey out of anything else. Because it's just, it's a nice I'm feeling experience. quite bereft because I don't have any at home. Well. I mean, drinking whiskey out of a plastic Tupperware cup <laughs> from the 70s is also it's, fine. It's acceptable, yeah, sure, sure, you can do it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I wouldn't want anybody to think these are expensive. They're really not. They're like 15 bucks. No, I might even put up a link on Twitter um, because there's a set on Amazon I've had my eye on. They're oh, very right? affordable. Oh, so we're going to be, oh, is it time for Merdina's wish list? Oh, hooray, wish list someone, time. Yeah, so we could just put that up and <laughs> we'll see if someone buys it for you. All right, but before we get to all that nonsense. Okay. Slanja. Slanja. All right. Oh, right, a good sniff. Good, take a it smells great. It smells amazing. It's almost, uh, boy, it really does smell like scotch. It really does. It does smell like scotch it to me. It does smell like scotch. It smells also like tender caramel. Tender caramel. I'm going to put that on my wish list. Um, I thought that was the name of your the novel that you wrote when you were 14. <laughs> that too. I self-published it. It's available on Kindle. <laughs> right. I mean, self-publishing when you were 14 <laughs> meant you just... Printed it out and yeah, you just not, typed it. You, yeah, you just not typed even, it. not yeah. even. I wrote it in a spiral notebook, tore out the pages and stapled it. All right, I'm ready to, to taste this. Ooh, that's drinkable. It's really good. I like that a lot. It's smooth, uh, a I was little actually, sweet. Yeah. Actually, I was reading Jim Murray's notes on this mm. before we came, and he, he mentioned that it has a really kind of nice spice to it. 
Oh yeah, I it's, see it's that. It's not over spicy, but it's it's almost like a nutmeggy or something like that, you know? Yeah, there is a little something yeah. there. Yeah, it's very cool. I like it. Mm. By the way, mm -hmm. I think we'd be remiss not to mention the glasses that we're actually oh. drinking. Yeah, um, I noticed they're new. They're not your they usual Glencairn. They're, they, they're new. They are engraved. They are engraved. They say, Whackful de Daddio, there's whiskey in the jar. Which is? Your theme song. Our, our, the theme song of our podcast. The podcast theme song. And That's I, right. I never knew that the lyrics were. Uh, ta -da -ding, ta -da -ding, ta -da -da. <laughs> Whackful de Daddio, Whackful de Daddio, there's whiskey, whiskey in, in the, the jar. jar. That's right. So I never knew the lyrics right. were whack full oh. de daddy -o. Yeah, I mean, who would have guessed? Who would have known? Not, I mean, uh, you know, oh, I think, is he saying whack full de daddy-o? <laughs> right. Or would what, never... what fall the daddy-ho? It could, could be so many things. Where we ask people to <laughs> to guess or In, interpret that. You interpret know. the words. What is the meaning? What does whack full de daddy-o mean? All I know is there's whiskey in the jar. There's whiskey in the jar. Mmm. If I opened up my jar of whiskey and found Stranahan's inside, I'd yeah. be pretty happy. Yeah, I think this is really nice. I, um, it's it's not that old of a whiskey. Um, they age this uh, between two and five years. Oh, young, so this being, yeah, quite young. So this being a single malt, they don't have an age statement on it, but they do say that the youngest whiskeys they they bottle under under the single malt is is two. And I guess technically it wouldn't be whiskey if it was younger than that anyway. Mm. Um, so it is young, but it isn't harsh. I wouldn't call it harsh. No, I, the first thing I said was it seems yeah. smooth to me. Yeah. Um, this one is 47% alcohol by volume. Mm. So that's a fairly strong, uh, a, a fairly strong whiskey for mm -hmm. a non-cask strength. Um, you know, a lot of them come in in the 43s and that kind of thing. And sure. of course, a lot of Irish whiskeys and other whiskeys come in at 40. Um, yeah, yeah, true. I don't know what the price of this bottle is, so I'm just going to check that real quick. Oh, did you not pay I retail stole for this? this? One. You stole I it. I stole this one. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Not again. <laughs> no, I didn't steal it. Actually, someone brought this to me and oh. said, I think you'll like this. Give it a try. Fun. And I said, I will give it a try. As a matter of fact, I'll give it a try with Merdina on uh, on the podcast. You know, one of the great things about having a whiskey podcast is people are now starting to hand mm -hmm. you bottles of whiskey. They are. Because they want you to drink it and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. anyway, this one, the reason that I thought, oh, I, I want to make this part of the podcast mm. is because it's a single, an American single malt, which is a rarity. Right, you're always looking for something a little interesting. Yes. Where there's a story to tell. There is a story to tell. And I love the fact that it is um, it is a it's it's a fifty five dollar fifty to fifty five dollar bottle. It uh, should be available in most of the United States. Okay. I don't know about the UK. They may have a little bit more trouble finding. They it. May, they might. Um, yeah. But it is. But, but again, like like we always say, like we're trying to give you some, not necessarily cheap, but very affordable whiskeys mm -hmm. that are also really good. Mm -hmm. I say affordable. I know that doesn't. I know it doesn't sound cheap, but on the other hand, it, you know. Well. It'll last. For most people. For most people. A $50 yeah. bottle of whiskey is going to last <laughs> quite a while. Not necessarily for us. For some people. Some people. Some. It, by the time it's rolling down the street, it's empty <laughs> anyway. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Straight into not, the recycling that's pile. That's right, that's right. I mean, uh, I think that, um, I, anyway, so it's a, as a, as a whiskey goes, it's not expensive, but I think a lot of people are going to like this. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, all right. It's like American scotch. 
I don't know. Is it okay mm-hmm. to say that? That's kind of the feeling of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's right. kind of the feeling of it. All right. And now, but it's, I'm looking at the bottle. It yep. says Rocky Mountain Stranahan's. It yep. has a terrific logo with really a yeah. silhouette of mountains. Yeah. So Rocky Mountain, am I given to think that this is from? It's from Denver. There you go. So the the in order for it to be a single malt, it's got to be done in one place. So Right. It's uh, distilled and aged in Denver by, by Stranahan's. Um, and they also say... It's Rocky Mountain water. It's Rocky Mountain barley. Oh, fun! So it's a sort of uh, what's the word in cuisine? What do they say? Uh, it's ter- terroir. Locally sourced. It's locally sourced. Yeah, yeah. it's farm to table whiskey. <laughs> Mountain to table. That's right. It says it's free uh, range whiskey. I'm also I'm learning things by the minute here. Uh, charred oak barrels. Yeah. So that's right. So that's um, characteristic of well, I mean. Most whiskey, right? So, mm. so certainly bourbon. You know this. Mm-hmm. Bourbon has to go into new charred oak barrels. This isn't bourbon, but I guess they've chosen to do that. That's very American. Sure. No two batches are the same. This is batch oh. number two thirteen. All right, interesting. And it was bottled at an elevation of five thousand two hundred eighty feet. That's way up there. That, that's exactly one mile up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. And it's bottle number thirty-five forty. What do you think elevation does to whiskey? Does it do anything? Does it do anything to whiskey? Thinking. It does I, stuff to people. It definitely does. And to baking cakes. It, and I know this d- because... High altitude directions on every baking thing. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, it doesn't yeah. apply to me, but I see that. Well, there's that time you, you, you wanted to go up to the top of the mountain and bake something. <laughs> you know, it's still on my bucket list. <laughs> I've almost got the kit ready. The solar yeah. oven. Right. The chocolate cake mix. Um, the chicken to provide the eggs, right, and a backpack to put it all in. So you're gonna hike up to the top of the mountain with all this gear and bake. <laughs> yes, with the chicken. <laughs> Chicken's like, Wah! why? She, she's so confused. Why? How did chickens do at altitude? They're fine. Good. They're fine. Well, they're then fine. I don't yeah, see any barriers to my plans. Yeah, I mean, basically all that's different uh, with cakes is you gotta, I think, heat it a little more or a little less, which is it? It's one or the other. It's one or the other. And then you have to put more or less of something. More or less of something. Okay, so if you were wondering what the differences are between baking at, you know, more like sea level and high altitude, what we've determined and what we want to make sure you understand is that the temperature has to be either somewhat more or somewhat less. Right. And you have to put either more or less of something. Possibly more than one thing. Okay. Right. Is uh, n things, n number of things. Right. So. So if the we more could, you know, right, Rudina? If, if we could put that into a mathematical formula, that would be yeah. a big help for me. It, it, would, it really would help. I think it would help us all. Um, so all right. I really dig it. I love the fact that they're making a single malt. That that is cool. I I. Have you ever been to Denver? I've not. I've been to Colorado Springs, which was gorgeous, mm-hmm. but not Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to add this to the distillery tour list because oh, their distillery looks amazing. Really? You want to see a picture is of it? it one of these places you can visit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I always Here. like that. There's a lounge. All right. So we're on their website. Yeah, we're which on Stranahan's is... website. Stranahan's.com. Stranahan's.com. That's easy. And in addition to drams and cocktails, we also have food trucks and special events on the calendar. At, uh, at Stranahan's. Look at how it looks rustic and Western. That's pretty cool. I was just thinking the same thing. And even the idea of like drinks and cocktails and food trucks, that's fun. They've got a, they've got a, just a menu of cocktails. They've got, uh, oh yeah, I've heard, this is one that uh, actually Jim Murray gave a really high rating to their Snowflake whiskey. 
Snowflake yeah. whiskey. What I don't is know that? what it is. It's oh. just another one of their varieties. I mean, Snowflake from the Rocky Mountains. Right. That's fun. Yeah. Hmm. You can bottle we some whiskey. We may have here. to give that See one a try. Distillery tours. Um, I think the next time I'm in Denver, which is, I haven't been to Denver many times, but I think I gotta go check this out. I think out. you'll have to stop by yeah, and try should, the snowflake. You should add this to the list. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like good. It. I would go. Do we want to? Oh, so apparently the story of this involves a barn burning down. Oh dear. Was it yes. Mr. Stranahan's family barn? I don't know. I mean, oh. so. Oh, it's not much of a story, it's, it's, Jesus. It's not much of a story. <laughs> But uh, Jess Graber responded to a neighbor's barn fire down the road, and then uh, the barn that Jess made an effort to save belonged to Woody Creek le- a local, George Stranahan, a longtime brewery owner and whiskey connoisseur. Ah. They shared a passion for the outdoors and good whiskeys, and they created Stranahan's Colorado Whiskey. So, so the one firefighter came, helped the other neighbor yes. with his barn fire. And as a result of the conversations that inevitably crop up when something burns, <laughs> when you, it turned to whiskey, as it so often right, does. Right, right. And so they're like, hey, you know what we ought to do? Now that my barn has been destroyed, we ought to brew we ought some, to make whiskey. some whiskey here. Do you, brew, you don't brew whiskey, you, you distill, distill whiskey. Distill whiskey. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. You can you brew, whiskey. you can distill. Beer. You can do, you brew beer and coffee. What do you do to wine? You vent. <laughs> you vent wine. You vent wine. I think you vent it. Clearly. Um, um, you make wine. You pasteurize milk. <laughs> well, you don't have to. That's true. You, you should, probably. You should. You should. Uh, you really should. Tra- if you're out there drinking non-pasteurized milk. <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. Just stop. Unless it's the like you know. direct from the cow. That's like probably direct, okay. Like under like your... I mean, if you and the cow are good friends... <laughs> The cow doesn't mind. <laughs> She's fine with Cons- it. Consenting cows. She's, you know, used to her lot in life. She's right. friends with the chicken who's gone up and down the mountain That's a few right. times. That's right, so many times to bake just pointless <laughs> cakes. Just pointless, pointless cakes. My backyard yeah. is, you know, full of friendly barnyard animals. That's true, although that goat is not very friendly. But he keeps the grass down, and yeah. he chews up my Diet Coke cans, so it's worth it for that. He eats aluminum? Wait, is that bad? I don't think... That's no, I was great. kidding about that. He, surely he doesn't eat the coke. Definitely. Cans. He just chews them to pieces. Definitely kidding. Kidding? Are you doing a goat? <laughs> Merdina is so corny with her puns. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I can believe it. <laughs> the goat is fine, everybody. Um, Harold yeah. is just fine. <laughs> he's, he's thriving back there. You know, our new intern he's is annoying. walking Harold yeah. the goat around the block right now. Yeah. So it was really like, could we do the podcast today? Was was really? Merdina said, "Well, Harold needs a walk, so maybe we can't do the podcast." And then we were like, "Well, you know, we could do. We could get the intern to just walk Harold. We'll fly solo today." Although now that I think about it, they've been gone several hours, and it only takes a minute to walk around the block with a goat. I wonder how worried I should be. Very worried about the goat, or worried about the intern. Uh, the, the, the intern. Okay. Because, like I said, Harold is mean. <laughs> he's not mean. Yeah, he's mean. He's a little misunderstood. Yeah. I mean, you know how, like, some people are just jerks? Okay. That's true with animals, too. Okay. Just because animals can't talk, that doesn't mean some of them aren't jerks. Okay, for the record, yeah. Harold, my backyard goat, is not a jerk. He is a fine kind of goat. A jerk. Okay, whatever. Anyway. He's so rammy. I mean, he just, just like... Uh, just like, stop it already, Harold. We know you're there. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Oh, 
we were in Las Vegas last weekend. We were. Yeah. We drank a bit. We drank, we drank quite a bit. We had this great idea on the drive to Vegas that we would record a podcast um, like, like in the in, scene, in the, yeah, in like the scene, at, yeah. at a bar or at various bars yes. in Vegas yes. as we drank various whiskeys. We, we completely forgot. We, we drank plenty of whiskey. Right. We could have done. <laughs> it would have been that. great. Yeah. We went to some really excellent bars we did. too. We did. Um, I, I think the, the the biggest sort of spectacular bar highlight was yeah. probably oh there's two two yeah yeah one was obviously press for champagne the press for champagne bar oh my gosh I, want you I to love talk about that, that place so we went to this bar called Rosina in the Palazzo in the Palazzo Hotel in Las Vegas and it's just newly decorated it has this really kind of cool swanky Art Deco vibe super swanky a very private cushy booth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beautiful bar. Um, lots of good drinks, but they also have buttons scattered around the bar that say press for champagne. Right. And it works. You press the button. You press the button, and one of the scantily clad cocktail waitresses runs over and tops off your champagne glass. It's fabulous. Yeah. It, it really was cool. And I, if you go to the Plazzo website or wherever and you, can, and you check out photos of this bar, it is newly done and it's really beautiful. Mm. Really beautiful. And I, I had a little champagne there, but I also had some old fashions. Yes. Which are probably, an old fashioned is my favorite whiskey cocktail. That is a good drink. Speaking of whiskey cocktails, this yes. is the other thing that I was going to say. Yes. At the other bar, the spacey one, what was it called? Electra. Electra, yeah. That's another beautiful new bar. Also, they the had. Plaza. We didn't get very far. <laughs> well, because they, okay, they just did this big bar upgrade yeah, at the true. Venetian, so it was really true. worth it. They had a whiskey cocktail there that we both had. Oh, that was, that was so, so good. good. It was called a penicillin. And my understanding of the recipe is that it's it's uh, scotch, some kind of scotch, I don't know what they were using, and uh, ginger and honey. Honey. And it was fro it was in a frozenator. Yeah, so they, they had a they had like a a, a high end frozenator yeah. at this Beautiful, beautiful, exclusive bar. Super modern style bar, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, so it wasn't like a Slurpee machine. It was like, Mm-mm. well, it was like kind of like a Slurpee machine. Kind of like a fancy Slurpee Super, machine. Yeah, it was a, yeah. So exactly. they frozenate out this yes. drink, and it was sort of icy and foamy, and it was yeah, so good. Yeah, I, I, I was a little suspicious of it for all the reasons that you might imagine. I think that we have a powerful association when we see an icy-like drink yes. is that it's going to be full of corn syrup and food <laughs> well, coloring. And as we saw on the Strip this past weekend, these are the kinds of drinks that typically come with a with a neck strap. That's true. This is a true story. If you've never been to Vegas or probably Myrtle Beach or probably like Fort Lauderdale. You will see yes. bros in their early 20s who have yes. bought these long plastic cups yes. full of corn syrupy daiquiri daiquiri pretend daiquiris drinks yeah. and it, it's such a long cup that it needs an it's a neck strap <laughs> you know we hey guys <laughs> that ain't fresh it is don't n- do it it is not a sexy look no it really is not you think it's cool maybe you think it's cool it ain't cool it's it ain't cool. cool bro anytime you can drink your drink from a straw hands-free it's actually not a good look Chicks guy. don't dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know, the younger guys may not really have a sense of what women do and don't like. I'm, I, and I am here to tell oh, you, yes, we do not want to see that. No, no one wants to see it. But the, the, the like guys don't care what you're doing, so that's <laughs> fine. But I'm just telling you, that is not that is not getting you anywhere. The ladies are not impressed no. by your next draft drink because it kind of looks like 
a big plastic penis. It really does. That, that they're sucking on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, it really. I, I didn't go straight there. No, I was trying to imply yeah. that the hands-free straw sucking was just not good looking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to broach the subject of a giant plastic <laughs> penis that you're walking down the street sucking in a in gentlemanly fashion. So I just went for it. Yeah, just, just you I just, just went, for went straight it. to just the middle it. of that. Yeah. I'm going to put just a drop of water in Oh, this. I'm curious to try. It doesn't need it. I mean, how, I, I, I really don't think it needs it. Needs it, needs it, but... Doesn't need it, but yeah, sometimes might, it might be fun changes anyway. the flavor a little in yeah. a way I enjoy. So this drink, which I have, I have heard, I actually had a, a really interesting exchange on Twitter with someone who said... Oh, who lives on Isla, who mm. said that, that she had had a penicillin, but it wasn't frozen. But it was similar ingredients, but it wasn't frozen. That makes sense to me. Yeah, That me the too. penicillin yeah. is a known cocktail. Yeah, right. I think it's one of these ones that's like emerging right now. Or maybe it was old and it went away and now it's coming back. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Could be. It makes sense because it did feel like it was good for what ailed me. It was really quite tasty. Medicinal, medicinal in the medicinal, most delicious but way. But if all medicine was that wonderful. I would take it a lot more often. <laughs> I'm always telling Mardina, like, when the doctor gives you medicine, you really should take it. She's like, no, nah, it's not delicious. I feel like, you know, I pick it up, I put it in one of my many large bags, yes. and that's pretty close. Yeah. You want to do the candy fairy? Oh, I almost forgot. I yeah. did bring candy. I didn't know what whiskey we were going to drink today. Well, I thought today. we were going to pretend that you did. Oh, sorry. I absolutely knew precisely chose. what whiskey we were going to drink. <laughs> and so I went to my candy cupboard That's and right. carefully <laughs> chose from among the many options some classic Haribo gummy bears. That's right. That's right. You know what we can do? Here's what I think we ought to do. Yeah. I think we ought to lay out each color. Oh, fun. And then see which one, you know, works it's a, best. It's so we a got rainbow green. of gummy goodness. It is a rainbow. All right, let's see. All right, so we and got there's green. a little, there's a helpful clear. key on is the there? back of the package. Okay. So red is raspberry. Ooh. Sure. Orange is? Uh, strawberry. Orange. Oh. Yellow is lemon. Okay. Uh, green is strawberry, oddly. What? I know, it makes no sense. And uh, the kind of clear, clear one is pineapple. Ooh, I like that. All so, right, see what I'm doing? I'm uh, yeah. creating a line. Okay, let me get out some more so that there's enough for everybody. This is like a, a tasting within a tasting here. It's a it's an adorable little rainbow of gummy bears. I'm going I mean, to photograph I think you this take later. A of this. Yeah. I will, I will. I, I took I actually took a rather nice shot of the Stranahan's bottle. You did? So well, we'll I post will, both of those. Don't I will worry. tweet that and I will also tweet some gummy bear photos just because that's a fun little picture right there. Oh, Jesus is taking a picture. He, he tries. It's, I, it's you know, I do nice. what I can. Okay. Are right, you ready? Yeah, I'm really. <clears throat> right. Oh, I need oh, more. Oh, you need more. You need more. Hold on. Hold on. So, uh, yes, this is exciting because we've got, we've got, usually we have one candy. In essence, we have five different flavors here. Because of the flavors. I'm yes. starting with raspberry. Me too, raspberry. Because red always tastes best. Red, red is the best candy. Mm-hmm. Always. All right. Mm. I may not have thought through. The chewing... <laughs> It's quite chewy. Okay, People on. are going to have to listen to us chew through the uh, gelatin mass for a while. Maybe one of us should chew while the other one talks. <laughs> if only we had planned ahead. We didn't plan ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Wait, wait. Tasting. Mm. Oh, right. How does it taste? Actually, that goes nicely. The raspberry sweetness kind of goes oh. in there and balances off some of the... Uh, I thought that would be terrible, but no, it's no, actually it's pretty good. Um, so when I was drinking the whiskey before... On a on a clean palate, it tasted a little bit sweet, in a pleasing way. Mm -hmm. Now that I've had mm -hmm. something really sweet, a gummy right. bear, the whiskey tastes much more alcoholy. I'm gonna start chewing the orange. Okay, I'm on to orange too. Mm. 
Mm. Orange might go better because might. of the spicy. A little citrus bite. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm adding some okay. whiskey to the orange. Yeah. What you want to do, as we just did, was line up your gummy bears mm-hmm. in, in the order of raspberry, orange, mm-hmm. lemon, what was that? Green? Strawberry? Green. Strawberry. And then pineapple. pineapple. Just line, And then you can just do exactly it's, what we're doing. It would be rainbow order, except it's not. Red, orange, yellow, green, and pineapple. That's my rainbow. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think clear is like uh, an underrated color. Like Wonder Woman knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, the clear, the, the pineapple gummy bear on its own is maybe not the most attractive gummy bear. Should we move on to lemon? Sure. All right. All right. I hope our friends listening to this are also eating gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, they, be, they should be doing this. That's right. They're probably just driving somewhere thinking, these idiots with their gummy bears. Why am I listening to this? I could be listening to NPR. Don't listen to NPR. I could be listening to my French lessons. Don't listen to your French lessons. No, instead, I'm listening to these two people eat gummy bears and drink whiskey. Mm. But you have to know which of the gummy bears goes best with Stranahan single malt whiskey. And so far, I'm going with the, um, the I'm going one? with the with the orange. I think. Oh no, you're right. The orange. Yeah. There was something. There was some synergy between synergy. the orange right. and the spiciness. All right. So of this is strawberry. Mm-hmm. Even though it's green, it's strawberry. <laughs> Dead air. You're gonna you're going to listen gonna back this to this out. later. Yes. And you're gonna be like, my God, there was a lot of chewing. So much chewing. Mm. I have regrets about my candy choice. Well, I will. I don't, because these are delicious. <laughs> What's going to happen as soon as we finish recording is we're going to just eat the entire bag. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, after I've gone through a lot of obvious candies, it's right. going to start to get really weird. And at some point, we will just be chewing big, big blobs of bazooka bubblegum. Just bubblegum. All right, pineapple, like, pineapple. Oh, this is terrible with whiskey. <laughs> Mmm, pineapple. Mm. I mean, in terms of best gummy oh. bear, pineapple wins. Oh, who knew? Mm. The pineapple is like the superior gummy. But. But how is it with the whiskey? That's not really the question, exactly. I still think the orange is the best. Interesting. I, okay. I think the pineapple is the best. If we were giving awards for best gummy bear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pineapple. Mm-hmm. If we were giving awards for the best pairing, I say orange. Now, if we ever did sort of a... Part two, or right. a redo. Mm-hmm. I would be very curious to think how other orange candies. I agree. That's mm-hmm. a hint, right? It is a hint. Okay, so Strandhands is a single malt, so it tastes like scotch. Put that in the old thinking machine about what pairings might be. Ooh, you know those... Uh, those, those chocolate gummy? oranges. Chocolate oranges, that's oh, a good one. Yeah. It would have been so cool say. if we, we were thinking the same thing. That is thing. what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was thinking, you know those uh, those those zesty orange wedgie candy thingies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those might be good. That could be fun. Let's stick a pin in that for a later. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious now. Orange candies. Or, orange candy things. Um, so I would say that all of them went pretty well. Like none of them were were a flavor, you know, clash. You know what? I think oh. it helps that I kind of like all the whiskeys and all the candies. I kind of like all the candies. Yeah. The other night, I was sitting in bed late at night, uh, surfing the internet as one does. I had a little glass of whiskey, and I had a convenient single serve sleeve of Girl Scout Thin Mints. <laughs> And I'm here, to, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, friends, that 
Late night whiskey and thin mints is okay. Yes, I was I was hearing about it as it was happening too. <laughs> yeah, I was texting you about <laughs> it. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, each one of them individually is good. They're sort of the best of their thing. I mean, if yeah. you want a chocolate mint cookie, you're pretty much going to have a thin mint. True. Why would you have anything else? Ooh, actually, watch watch as the water breaks over the surface of the of the whiskey. Oh, is it a thing of beauty? Well, mm. It's a thing. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that happens. I don't, did you notice a difference with water? I don't. I don't think it changed. I don't know. No. No. And I think that's characteristic of uh, at this alcohol by volume. It's not going to change very much. I see. Yeah. Because sometimes we add literally two drops of yeah. water, and it changes the well, whiskey. And there's science behind this because oh, as science. it gets closer to stupid science. <laughs> no, great science. <laughs> great just, science. Just great in ex- something or other. <laughs> She w- Merdina, I just want to try to give a, a word picture of what just happened. Merdina was trying to ex- convey the, the wonder and majesty of science. And so she kind of like raised her hands above her head and closed her eyes like a, like a televangelist. And she came up with nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the word failed me. Science. Because, okay, um, at the higher alcohol by volume, there's actually a slightly different chemical structure to the alcohol oh. and so when the water is is put in that it it reacts in a, it literally in a way is changing literally is changing it, yeah. and so you're experiencing that in your mouth correct yeah yes okay. and so yeah not so much with this one fine no, I, I think it's fine like if, fine. if you if for some reason you wanted to sort of tamp down the uh the little bit of alcohol burn you could put some water in it or you know certainly ice. you could take a little this this whiskey could take some ice and not suffer too much do you know it. if i were at home right now drinking in bed with thin mints i mm-hmm. would absolutely put a handful of ice in this you're, you're kind of big on that i like an yeah, that's icy good. I, I, whiskey yeah, i'll do that every now i'm and then. i'm okay i'm i like it all yeah i like it I know. all that's what's great about you yeah you just game whack full to science so <laughs> that's what i was going to say <laughs> that was it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Whack, fold, now, that I, now that I had two minutes while you were blathering to plan yes. it. Yeah, that's right. I, sometimes I'll just give her two minutes of blather so that she can figure out what she's going to right, say Right, so I, can, I, I write on my forearm mm-hmm. notes for what I'm going to say next. And she'll next. say, like, uh, idea one. She'll work that through. <laughs> idea two. idea, And she always comes up with three solid ideas. Good and for then me. And chooses one, the best one after, oh, yeah. yeah. Most people go with their first, <laughs> not Merdina. Not me, because Whackful de Science-O was my third idea. That's right. <laughs> I have a lot of ink on my forearm now that I'm going to yeah. have to try and, you know, rub off. Yeah. Um, embarrassingly, but that's all right. And, and, yeah, and sometimes the bad ideas stay on her arm, and people are like, that's a terrible idea. She's like, that's why I didn't use it. It's called a tattoo, Jim, and we've been through this before. I'm a little sensitive about it. Well, I don't know why a woman of your whatever would be such a big Popeye fan. I mean, why Popeye? I don't, I don't understand. Okay, because you know what? Is He's strong to the finish. Is it the forearm? As long as he gets his, his spinach. spinach. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. He's all right with me. They could make like a sexy remake of Popeye. I don't think they have to do a remake to get there. <laughs> He's but plenty like sexy a, like where a dark he is right now. And serious Popeye. Like Riverdale is the dark and serious Archie. <laughs> Riverdale <laughs> dark Popeye. And serious, you know, like As opposed to that really weird yet wonderful Robin Williams Popeye movie. Who was all the oil in that? Was that uh was that uh, Duvall? Oh Shelley Duvall, yeah. Yeah, Shelley Duvall. She is olive oil. 
she oh my gosh she inhabits yeah, that character she, she's just what I think unrelated to there being a movie no I completely she's agree. just olive oil to begin with do you know I think I might be the only person who liked that movie you are yeah I, I, I don't even it. think Robin Williams liked that movie I you know what I like me some Popeye <laughs> you see what I'm talking about everybody <laughs> it's a little weird I'm gonna put some Popeye memorabilia on my wish list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a strange lower back tattoo that's all I'm saying <laughs> And the forearm. I mean, they work work together. You have to see them together for it to make sense. So (laughs) I have to. This is a weird pose. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We both immediately put our forearms behind our our backs backs, to show how you have to stand to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. But but when you do it, it, because of the tattoos, it's like a mural. (laughs) Yeah, it's It's beautiful. It's a whole picture. People line up to take a look. (laughs) (laughs) One at a time. One at a time, please. Formaline. That'll be nine dollars. <laughs> it's nine now. Yeah, I, God, I remember when it was I deser- two. I deserve a raise. I agree. Cost I mean, of you know, living. It's, it's gone up over time. I only have one every few months, so I have to make it count. <laughs> one showing. <laughs> one showing. Let's see. Stranahan's. Mm. I dig the fact that there's this explosion in craftsmanship like this around the country. Like you, you know, Balconis. Absolutely, talk about. we love that. I thought yeah. about doing their single malt actually this week. Mm. I was thinking that that might be a way to go. Mm. And then I thought, well, we've done them, you know, Baby we'll come blue. back to them, mm-hmm. I, I think. But And then I thought, well, the Stranahan's is a, another interesting one for us to pursue. I think, I think it's nice, and it's from the West, which is from a little West. different. Um, yeah, I've oh, enjoyed You know what I thought about doing and decided not to? What? Was bringing in a kind of bonus taste Ooh, today. Fun. Uh, and that, but but we couldn't do it as our main one because mm. it's not available anywhere outside of Utah. So people can't, so they can't drink really with us. drink with us. So but it would have been just a little. It would have been like a side. We'll bring it next time. Uh, I'll bring it next time. But the, right. the reason that I thought it might go well with this is the one I'm talking about is the High West uh, Valley Tan. So High West is a distillery that a lot of people know. You can get their their core products in a lot of places, but to be honest, most of their products are are not theirs. They they bring in whiskeys from elsewhere and they 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 blend them, they mm-hmm. bottle them, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they do they do make their own. There's one of theirs that they make. It's called Valley Tan. It's made in Utah and it's sold in Utah. Okay. And do you remember the story of Abu Na? How they tried to create the whiskey that they remember they discovered the dudes. Sure. The dudes discovered the whiskey and they almost drank all of it. Oh yeah, right? that was good. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, is there a similar Utah version of this? Well, story? except there was no discovery. What they tried to do was recreate the whiskey that the Mormons made mm-hmm. hundred years ago, hundred more than hundred years ago. Mormons made, made whiskey. They did. They did. There is a story there. There definitely is a story, and maybe yeah. we'll save that story. Yeah, you should put a pin in that and yeah. not give too much okay, away. I won't. Now it's it's just a dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Time. I'll just say the one thing. There's High West. Cre- it makes Valley Tan. They actually make it, still it, bottle it, everything themselves. Only sell it in, in Utah. And a friend from Utah brought me a bottle. Mm. So I have a bottle of Valley Tan, and we'll we'll just taste it. Fun. I thought I would go with this because it's Utah, it's borders, Colorado, etc. But we'll do it. A You're kind time. of just teasing all of I'm us. I'm teasing it, yeah. Me and yes. our listeners. Yes. Yes. All right. So next time, we'll you'll find something to There'll go be, with it, yes. and we'll have like a fun bonus. It'll be like a festival of. Ooh, I like that. I was thinking we could do religious whiskeys, but I don't think there are that many. Religious whiskeys. Religious whiskeys. Oh, what would that be? I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's the one. There's the one. Um, yeah. Some Catholic whiskey. Catholics are known for their wine. They drink the wine. Well, I mean, 
true. Irish whiskey is Catholic whiskey. Yeah, well, really? Yeah, that makes sure sense is. to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Of course it is. Mm, I'll give it some more thought. Yeah. So um, if you can get it, if you're in Utah or if you're using the invention called the internet to, to Track tap down into a the global mm-hmm. economy, eventually I'm going to say, hey, go buy yourself a bottle if you can. Yeah. It'll be our it'll be a it'll be our B feature for yeah, the day. Yeah, a little PS. Yeah, a little PS. Okay. So Vegas is interesting because there's this combination of really elegant stuff like Rosina and these other things, and then you have the next strap, next strap daiquiri bar. You know, for glass $8. breaking, glass puking, breaking, public puking. <laughs> you know, very, that is very Vegas really, right there. It's a. a it's st- from one extreme to another. It can be a startling contrast. Mm-hmm. It can really just be. Almost too much. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's, I mean, what I don't think Vegas has, mm. and I actually put out a call on Twitter that nobody could give me a good answer for, was a, is a really epic whiskey bar. That's interesting. There's lots of bars. Yeah, there's a zillion bars. Yeah. And there are certainly bars that serve that some serve whiskey. really nice yeah. whiskeys and really nice whiskey drinks. But as it being a whiskey bar, yeah. I think it's not, the Vegas vibe generally is quite, Young, flashy, generally. But you can see how whiskey would speaking, fit into that potentially, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's because it's upscale. It's uh, fancy. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, we yeah, just, absolutely. But maybe we just need to hold out for our home-based whiskey club. Well, we're we're going to start. Uh, we're we're going to start our own. Yeah, that's right. Plans are in motion. And it, what the way it's going to be is we're going to decorate it just like Rosina because. <laughs> We're just going to steal their whole vibe. I thought you were going to say, we're going to decorate it just like Merdina's, um, I don't know, front porch. Merdina's. Uh, <laughs> goat garden. Goat garden. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be goat themed. It's going to be called Harold's Place. <laughs> and we're going to instruct the waiters to be jerks. I, th- <laughs> I think that the twinkle lights and mm-hmm. Diet Coke art will make a big impression. They'll definitely make an impression. <laughs> that impression will be crazy UFO <laughs> abduction claimer. <laughs> now, there was this restaurant in Boston years ago. Yeah. Called Durgan Park. Durgan Park. Yeah. Sure. And this restaurant was considered a, a bad restaurant. But people went there. They actually... Sometimes people Merdina's, like bad things. Merdita's on the verge of breaking up here. <laughs> Wait till she hears the next thing I'm going to oh say. Oh, boy. People went there because the abuse that you got from the waitstaff <laughs> was so total that people thought it was hilarious. I can understand yeah, that. So Sometimes th- it's just great to be insulted. Yeah, So, but it wasn't a show. It wasn't like a put-on. It was like... It was real. It was real at first. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like originally, it was just organic <laughs> meanness by the human equivalent of Harold, who worked at Durgan Park, which was such a bad restaurant that people obviously complained frequently and the 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 wait staff was like you know what fuck you you know and so so they just leaned in so they to just that leaned reputation. into that yeah they just i don't uh, even know if durgan park great. still exists but that was uh that was like people would say hey like every freshman at every college in boston is like i'm gonna go to durgan park you know, like it would be like a thing that you did right right or you took like when your parents came to visit you're like i want to go to down to quincy market and go to to durgan park to and, watch and the don't waiters. tell them insult your parents yes because you don't clue your parents into 
Because they're, you know, pretending the food is good and (laughs) taking abuse from, you know, some old Irish lady. It's funny. You're describing a restaurant in Boston from like, I don't know, 80 years ago. 80 years ago. 50,000 years ago. And yet it sounds almost exactly like my front porch where Harold the goat sleeps. That's what I'm saying. Harold embodies the spirit of Durgan Park, whether it still exists or yeah, not. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, like yeah. I said, some right. people are just jerks. Right. Yeah. And then, this is the terrible, <laughs> the, like, in a way, what I'm about to say is, like, what's wrong with America? Oh, lay of it on me. the many things that are right with America. All right, this is this what is podcasts what are for, about, right? is to line up <laughs> what is wrong with America Well, today. there's a lot of things that are right with America. <laughs> but this is one where you go, everyone that's listening to me, Americans included, are going to say, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Is that some suit knew, you know, of course, it wasn't, it was a famous restaurant. So some soulless moron mm. decided that what needed to happen as a result of knowing that Durgan Park had had success by being rude to people, they created a chain restaurant. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. No. Oh, my God. And it was, but, but. So it, it's the TGI Fridays of insulting, of insulting waiters. Re- exactly. But of course, when you do it in a way that isn't, you know, just real, sprouting from the the bitter soil of New England <laughs> and the bitter soil of New Englanders' hearts, it just is terrible, right? So you're hiring random waiters, yes, and you're saying, "Great, you have a year's wait experience. Great, and can you memorize the script of insults and just hurl them at your right clientele?" You, right, because you can imagine uh, somebody coming into that situation going like. Um, Okay, I got it. The 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 nachos are nine ninety five, and they, you have to ask whether they want chicken. And then I have to get three insults in. Do I have to? Uh, I mean, so yes, uh, and you can insult them in whatever way you want. Okay, well, I don't really, I don't really know any insult. I mean, like I, you know, I, it's not really my thing. Oh no, here well, that, we so have fine. a printout your... of insults. That's we right. have here the your mama category. Sorry, that's yo mama. Yo, I'm sorry, yo mama. Yeah category and then the what's wrong with your face category mm-hmm. and the uh, your ethnic your perceived ethnic group category I mean that, that's the other thing right like at what point did people stop really appreciating it <laughs> really lame insults pre prepackaged insults okay now I'm picturing some yes. corporate team mm-hmm. saying all right, we're going to work on the scripts for insults to send out to the cha- send out to all the branches. Now you see, yes, but okay. we can't have anything racist, sexist about people's weight you or know, appearance. Right, weight, appearance, religion, sexuality. For God's sake, not about their handicaps. You know, so what we're going to stick to is their sartorial choices. That's right. And <laughs> the weather. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, what you're right. allowed what, to make. Oh wait, fun no, no, of. no, their hometown. Where are you from? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 Peoria? Yeah, I, I, I can't even do it. It's so stupid, I can't even do it. <laughs> right. But do you see what I'm saying? Those are some ugly shoes yeah. you have there. I think that Ed, I think what they did was they I'm actually... Like, I'm like 10% you're making this up. No, I'm not making it up. All right. They would actually do the thing where if you wore a tie, they'd cut it off. Okay, what? Right, oh, you can't have that in here. Oh, and what nobody if, wears a tie. But what if somebody is it's so like... so stupid. No, I that, just, a, you know, I yeah. bought that at Saks for like five hundred dollars. I'm gonna send you a bill. That t- that tie was hand painted by Andy Warhol. <laughs> I mean, so just let them come at me with scissors. when I say I'd like to see them try because now you know why I pull my guard chicken out of one of my large bags mm-hmm. 
and just throw it in their face. Well, um, now you know what I mean when I say like, this is what's wrong. This is one of the things where our wonderful capitalist system just goes wrong. This is wrong. It's, it's just, it goes wrong. Sometimes it just goes wrong. Yeah, agreed. And this is one of them. You take a not very good thing that had a strange and unique charm to it and you make it, you, yeah. you kind of generalize you, you it try and to mass produce it, it yeah. and it's even worse no. in every way. And then it ruins it. The opposite of Stranahan's whiskey. Right, I is, completely agree with which that. Is the, I'm going to, you know. This is what's right with America, you know. with the bottle. Slanja We're Stranahan's. The, yeah, because it's, it's, they've got it right. They've got it right. They focus on quality. They focus on doing it their way. They, they, they did it. They, they did it their way. Their way. <clears throat> I was hoping you weren't going to sing. I'm sorry. I know I... We're going to do one one episode where it's just singing. <laughs> we're gonna, it's going sing to be, the whole thing. It's going to be an opera. It's going to be called... So we're going to sing the entire sing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine, imagine it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty well. Okay, Mordina, I think we need to wrap up this episode. Clearly. This... <laughs> We, I know you guys like it when we devolve a little bit. Do they? I think they do. That's the feedback. Dude, who makes it to the end? Because I Everyone. can imagine. No, no. I can imagine a lot of people starting and about a few minutes in, they're like, okay, this is kind of. And then they're like, no, I'm done. No, I've arrived whole, at the grocery store. Well, they go back on the way back. So. You think so? Oh, I know. I know they do. Okay. For our loyal listeners who've made That's it right. to the end, an extra toast to you. Here's what we're going to gonna you. do. Wait, wait. Before yeah. we do the toast. Wait, what? There's one more thing we're going to do. What? Okay. We're going to give people a special code word at the very end. Oh. And if they can repeat that word. Then what do they get? They get a prize. Oh, fun. Okay. And it's going to be a Glencairn glass. Oh, I love that. Yes, that's what we're so going to do. If you can tweet yes. the secret code word, yes. then you will get a secret prize. Uh, unless there's too many of you, in which case <laughs> you'll be entered to win the secret prize. Maybe like the first couple of you who tweet the secret code word will get the secret Here's prize. how it's really going to work. <laughs> we are making this up as we go. Is that obvious? It's obvious. But here's what we can do. In a, in a few minutes, Merdina's going to say a word. Mm. It's not going to be a normal word. It's going to be a, a, well, it's going to be a normal word, yeah. but it's not going to be a common word. Sure. If you tweet to American Whiskey Jesus, at American Whiskey Jesus, that word, I'm going to take all the, the entries that happen in the month of February... And we're gonna, if there's one of you, you're definitely gonna win. If there's more of you, we're gonna pull names out of a hat and one of you will win a Glencairn glass Ooh. that says, drink with me or something. Some American whiskey Jesus oh, based. Wherever you are in the world, we will send you this glass. Hey, this, That's what we're just, gonna do. this just got serious. Okay, are you ready? This turned into a real contest. It is a real contest that All we're right. really gonna do. And now, with no further ado, Merdina, Merdina will tell you the code word that you have to tweet in order to be eligible to win. You ready? And go. Harold the Goat. Oh, it's a great one. All right. So that's going to do it for us this time, I think. I think we better wrap it up before we give away any more. I was going to give away Harold, but <laughs> we can't do that. No. Okay, Merdina, Slanja. Bye, everybody. Bye. In the drinking and the roving, but others take delight in the gambling and the smoking. But I take delight in the juice of the barley and caught in pretty Jenny in the morning, bright and early. For sharing the madu, the madu. What for the daddy all? What for the daddy all? There's whiskey in the jar. Mushering, dum a doo, dum a da. 
What for the daddy-o? What for the daddy-o? There's whiskey in the jar.